everybody. I'll tell you, Maisa, you know, tzaddikim look like they're operating in the same plane as we are. You know, they, uh, they walk through a doorway, you know, they breathe air like we do. But the truth is, tzaddikim and tzaddikim, they're operating in a different space altogether. So I'll tell you, Maisa, about that. You know, everyone's heard of the tzaddik or Mendel Rivenover. So before he became uh, a Rebbe in his own right, when he was younger, he was a chassid. He spent some time by the Rebbe Melech, by the Nehemiah Melech of Lezhansk. So the Maisa goes that Remendel Rimenover was by the Tish of the Rebbe Melech one Friday night. And uh, it's him and, and many, many chassidim. And they're there. And it's up to the soup. That's what they're up to, the time of the soup. So the waiter comes out with a tray of soup. And he takes a bowl of the waiter of chicken soup and puts it by, uh, by the Rebbe, by uh, the Rebbe Melech. Remelech looks at the soup, and Remelech, the Remelech is right, is right there, and Remelech looks at the soup, he takes the bowl, spills it on the floor. Okay, it's a bit strange to do. And while, as the Rebbe Remelech spills it on the floor, right after that, so Remelech, the Remelech jumps up and he says, Rebbe, we're going to go to jail. You can't do that, we're going to go to jail. And the Rebbe Remelech says, no, 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 don't worry, we're here. <laughs> That's what the, that was the conversation. So all that doesn't make any sense. What's, what's he doing spilling the soup? Why are we going to jail? What's the response? We're here. What's going on? So after everything calmed down, so Chassidim went over to Remendel Rimnover to figure out what just happened. And so this was the Maisa. The, you know, in those days, the, the town, the Shtetlach that Yidin lived in were controlled and to a certain degree even owned by the parts. He was the landowner of that entire district. And for the most part, the parts can do what he wants, do what he wants. And, uh, you know, usually that, that created SARS. But there were even certain things that even the parts can't do, and the parts would have to get permission or, uh, you know, uh, go to his higher-ups, to the prince or the, the king of the entire country. And so the Maisa was that the, czar, the, uh, the, 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 the parts that owned that shtetl that the Rebbe Melch was, 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 was in, was a part of, was a big anti-Semite. And he was always looking for excuses to get rid of the Eden. Mamish to expel them from the entire district. But to expel the Yidin altogether, that was above his pay grade. He wasn't able to do that. And the, what he would have to do is to, is to submit an official complaint against the Jewish people to his higher-ups. And then, you know, God forbid, his, his uh, plan would, would be fulfilled that they would expel the Yidin from that district. But in order for that, um, you know, claim to be made, it had to be like an official way with proper documentation and proper paperwork in order to submit this taina, this complaint against the Jewish people. <clears throat> so the story was that the Mamish that Friday night, the parts, while the Rebbe was sitting by his tish, the parts was sitting in his office with his desk with an official paper in front of him with a quill of ink, with a, you know, a reservoir of ink with a quill. And he's about to fill out this paperwork to, to file his official complaint against the Jewish people and to submit it to his higher-ups. And that would ultimately result you know, in, um, in all the Yidin of that area being expelled, which is a terrible thing. Now, it happens to be that Paritz, pers- his personality was, he was extremely superstitious, very superstitious. And it happens to be that the Rebbe Melch knew that if at that moment, while he's filling out the paperwork, something happened to that, that to the Paritz's mind was a bad omen, a bad sign, then he would stop the whole thing. So what, Ramel, what the Rebbe was doing is that he's, he's, in, he's by his dish. He's sitting with all the chassidim and they're up to chicken soup. But that's where his body is. Where his mind is and where his consciousness is, is in the office with the parts. And when the Rebbe Melech picked up the soup and poured it on the floor, what he was doing also was picking up that quill of ink 
and spilling it over the paperwork of the parts. And at that moment when he spilled the soup, the, the reservoir of ink spilled over onto all the papers. And the parts saw that as a bad sign, as a bad omen. And so he quit the whole plan. Now, Remendel Rimenover, his consciousness was also in the parts' office. He was on the same wavelength as the Rebbe Melech. But, he, but the Rendel Rimenover was so there that he mamish thought that's mamish where they were. And so when he sees Rebbe Melech spilling the ink, he says, Rebbe, we're going to go to prison for such a thing. You can't, you know, you're going to get in such trouble. You just spilled the ink on the parts' desk. So the Rebbe Melech said to Rebbe Melech, no, 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 we're here. We're here. In other words, our consciousness is there. We're being poiled over there. But physically we're here. No one sees us over there. This is a mystery. So you see such an Indian. Where the Rebbe Melech, it's an Ikram operating different things. But you see, but, but what's amazing about the story is, is that you see the different madregas of tzaddikim. Because Remendel Rimenover was a great tzaddik in his own right. He was completely in the metaphysical world. And he couldn't identify any part of himself still where it is in the physical world. The Rebbe Melech was so great that at the same time he can recognize that spiritually he's in one place, but he's also cognizant of where his body is and his physical presence by the Tish amongst the Hasidim. And the greatest of the Rebbe Melech is that he was literally able to be in two places at once. His consciousness is in one place and his body is in the other. And he was able to recognize that and to sort of uh, come to terms with that split of being in one place spiritually and another place physically. And this is ultimately the greatest secret, of, one of the greatest secrets of the tzaddikim, of being able to be in two places. Not necessarily in this metaphysical you know, uh, way of spilling ink in one place by spilling chicken soup in another. But the ability of being in two places at once, of being able to identify, being involved with physical things, being involved with people, and at the same time be, being fully there, but at the same time being fully elsewhere at the, you know, as well. And that's, that's a big avayda. That's a big avayda. That's what the tzaddikim are about. Hashem should bless us, Taka. We should be zeichet to be makasha ourselves to the like that and recognize that on some level, we're, all of us are in multiple places at once. Our bodies are here and there's a part of our neshamas that's here. But at the same time, there's a part of the neshama that's by the Kisei covid, that's by the Rabbani Shalom, that's in a very deep place. And the more we could recognize, Amich Kulm Sadiqim, that we're all on some level, are in multi-places, it'll give us a better appreciation and a deeper understanding of who we are. And with that, we zeichet all the brachas in the world. So we should be zeichet to a good week, a vach full of bracha and hatzlach and siyat deshmai, a biyaz kol tzedek, meherinenu amen.